Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast Radio. Morning, Alan. Good morning to your listeners. Lovely to talk to you, Kathleen. Um, yesterday, I, I have to say, we got great reaction to uh, the visit to the studio of councillors Jack Owens and George Lawler, and a lot of people said to me that they were very much engaged with what the councillors had to say. So, as I put it out to all councillors, they contacted us. So, the invite is there to all councillors to contact us, particularly in the build-up to the local elections. We'd like to hear from all of them if they have issues that they would like to raise here in South East Radio for the benefit of our county. Um, you were at the Enniscorthy district meeting yesterday. Um, what happened there? Yeah, um, a big agenda, a long agenda, Alan. And just before I start on that, I, I, I think it is really important for the local radio to get the, uh, you know, the councillors and people that are thinking of going forward for next year's elections. Yeah. If they have two or three really important issues to discuss, I think it's invaluable to come to the local uh, station. So, um, and just to say, like it's. You know, it's not when it's not here, it's when we miss everything. So, look, it's always going to be here and it's really important that we use it. Yeah, I I think I'm glad you mentioned that because we would encourage all sitting councillors and as we build up to the local elections, people coming forward to put forward their views. And uh, like we go to them on occasion when stories break, but the invitation is very open to all of them to come to us. But Kathleen, going back to yesterday. Yeah, just going back to the yesterday's meeting. Why I'm here is because it was a really important issue for Enniscorthy Town. And as you know, Alan, Enniscorthy Town for years now has haven't ha- had major investment in it. So now we're getting under the URDF funding, we're getting up from about 15 million to 20 million, which is a lot of money for a small town. Now, um, a town to um, actually, um, you know, that qualify for it would have to be over 10,000 population. So 15 to 20 million is something that we really need to get into Enniscorthy Town to make it vibrant, to bring it into the 21st century and to bring it into another 50 or 100 years. Mm. You know, that people would be happy to be come in to shop and, and it'll bring in investment as well. So that's the really important issue. So um, we had um, a presentation, first of all, from uh, Tom Banville of planning because he had actually drawn down some funding under the URDF funding, uh, the, actually was called the third call Mm. and that meant that you can apply for funding to um, you know to renovate uh, or to buy first of all uh, houses that are neglected or vacant or you know that um, you know they're not just not in good nick and that they've been left there (coughs) passive not active there were the words used so the actual uh, council have received about 1.2 million already to buy some of those houses right across the county so when the council officials looked at it um, mainly in Uras and in the Scorty are the you know the majority of those properties so um, they're they're going to negotiate now to buy um, about six or you know, five or six houses in properties in Enniscorthy. So the ideal thing is in, in Enniscorthy or any town is that you buy the property and if there was, say, an existing business in it years ago, that you maybe a business person would come in and start up a new business and then they could live over the shop. And that's the whole national sort of policy on this now to, to, re- so at least it's another to revive the Was well, there much centers. talk about Jaxer's uh, announcement? There was. It was mentioned later on. Yeah, yeah that was important as well. But this, I think this is particularly important. Then we had um, the um, uh, uh, 
the presentation from um, David Whitty, who's actually from the special projects, who has the, the actual plans for Enniscorthy Town Centre. So that's going in now for planning permission within the next week or two. Okay. So that's really good news in that, OK, there are going to be changes and there's going to be the whole um, issue for that is that the, the town centres, the way the national policy is and, uh, you know, that people, uh, you know, where it's actually proven to have worked, say the likes of uh, Dungarvan. Mm. Uh, I was actually on a few days holidays in Donegal this year and I saw it in Donegal town. I hadn't been in it for a long time and it was something similar. Th- there was some traffic going through it, but it was really safe. Yeah. People were really comfortable in there. They had beautiful restaurants. They had lovely shops and just a real nice place to go to shop. I and thought. that's your vision. And that's, that's the, the vision, vision. for Enniscorthy. Yeah. No, it's not going to be easy, Alan. That there are, you know, people, um, business people and traders that are going to be very upset over this. And I understand that completely. If you're trying to make a, you know, make a go of a business in the town centre or whatever, you know, you, you really need to know what exactly is going to happen. And, you know, it will be for the benefit for everybody at the end of the day. Right. And I think that's the message I want to get out there. Uh, and the I think openness and transparency and exactly. dialogue, they often used almost like cliches, but yeah. they are so crucial to something like this. Yeah, and the plans to, will... And engagement. In, engagement, engagement yeah. that's so important. And we had some really good meetings like this has taken nearly three years now to get mm. to this stage mm. and, and we can't let it slip away now so we need to push on and get it across the line right. so as engagement is the perfect word there because uh, the plans will be actually in the county council offices um, you know in a couple in in the next couple of weeks yeah. and also in the town council in Enniscorthy or the, it's the district council offices there right. in the market square so anybody can pop in to look at the plans and have a look and see if there's something really not fitting with them, you yeah. know, to lodge uh, not an objection, it's submission it's called. Okay. Uh, and they get four weeks to do that. But this this is so exciting for Enniscorthy, Alan. I'm really, like, we really as councillors have to sell it. And in fairness to my colleagues, every single one of them are really pushing this to uh, as, as, as much as possible. And right. we're really excited about it. Right. And I mean, we have to look to the future. It's not going to be done overnight. Right. It's going to take time. And right. there are three stages. There's the market square, there's the castle and there's surrounds. Right. That's a, hopefully we get more millions for that part. And right. then Temple Shannon, which is really... Where, where do you stand, Kathleen? I've got a text in from somebody who's living in Enniscorthy. They said they'd love to see more shops like the Pennies and the Tesco's of this world come to Enniscorthy. Yeah. Where do you stand on something like this, please? Yeah, I know. That's, well, that's what everybody... Mag is a listener's name. Yeah, but every, every day I go into Enniscorthy, Alan, people say that to me, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think when once we get the investment into it, and people with money as well, the private sector that have money, they'll invest in shops and different mm-hmm place, uh, you know, different businesses as well, you know, and you know, because one thing will, it'll it'll react, it'll make a reaction, and it'll bring on... And it has been described as a boutique town, uh, and I mean, uh, I I know from uh, people, uh, speaking to people, on my travels as well, when I go around the county, a lot of people say they love the unique, the family names, etc. But I'm getting a a vibe from people that they'd like to see some of the big corporate names come into the area as well. I think that it, no, it could be the case down the road. It'll depend on the population. You know the population is rising in Ireland, mm. very much so. It's well over a million uh, people now at the moment. Where is it going to go in the next 10, 20, 30 years? Right, you okay. know, it, it may take that bit of time for those shops to come, but right. they will come, I reckon, because the population is growing all the time. 
Look, you're here with me in studio and I've seen you in action in chambers uh, on many occasions as well, but we had some breaking news yesterday. You're going to give us some breaking news now. You've made a decision. What is the decision Kathleen Codnola yeah, has made? Uh, well, I, I have been thinking about running again for, you know, and ha- would or I won't I One day I wanted to run and next day, and that's the way it is when you come to a, a certain age, Alan. Um, but, um, and I've been 19 years working as a county councillor and it's, it's quite a record, really, you know, non-stop. And it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of family time as well, even though, um, you know, as regards, I suppose you can you can work around it to a certain extent, but there's always something you have to go to as a public rep. Yeah. And uh, so I thought about it very seriously and I discussed it with, of course, my husband and my family and all that are close to me. And uh, so I've made the decision after months now I could say that I'm not standing next year so how do you you feel about that yeah I feel kind of sad in one way but in another way I'm glad for my family and my husband and you know like and my friends and you know I I have more time and I have more time for myself Uh, I have more time to do things that I always wanted to do um, How much has it eaten know, into your life? It's, it's, it eats into your life. I don't know. To be honest with you. How many calls a, a day would you be taking, Catherine? She, it depends, Alan. Someday you could get 10 to 15 calls. For another day, you might get three. Do you know the way it kind of balances out? But then you'd have loads of emails. A lot of people, <coughs> excuse me, are, losing, are using emails. And I think, too, the whole digital era is mm. really taken over. And there's so many changes going on in society. Yeah. And it's hard to keep up with it, to be honest with you. I mean, you, know? you were one of the, the group of five, isn't it? There's only five, is that right? The Women. Women's Coalition. Yeah, yeah. No, six. So, six. Sorry, six. Yeah. I mean, Maura and Breedine and... Barbara Breedine, Barbara and... and, 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 uh, and uh, Nor- um, Mary. And Lisa. And Lisa, yeah. Yeah, Mary, um, yeah. At a time when they're crying out for people to go forward for politics, here's you stepping away. Would you hope yeah. that more women will step into the mix for yeah, the forthcoming elections? Uh, yeah, I would, of course, Alan. But, uh, you know, Ireland is changing too. There are so many different types, you know, people mm. from all walks yeah. of life and people who came from other countries. And I think they really need to be represented what as well. What was the highlight for you, Kathleen? I know it's a bit early. Do you know what? I was thinking driving down yeah. this You knew I was going to ask I you I knew that. you were going to ask me this. Yeah. And I've been, which was a great honour, representing our county in New York and Savannah. I led, I led the first trade thing out there as well. And at the end of the day, I was saying to myself, you know, we got in, uh, you know, locally, maybe two or three or four different lovely projects and particularly sort of uh, playgrounds and community Mm. parks. And when you pass by and you see people using it, families right across from the Uh, granny and granddad. And the work you put the effort in for. And yeah, and the children and the middle, you know, the mum and dad. And do you know what? That's what it's all about. What are you going to do now as a matter of interest? uh, Oh, well, sure, I've lots to do. um, I'm interested in history and and heritage and, you know, maybe... Somebody is listening. I might be able to, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if they're looking for somebody to do a bit of research. Um, yeah. Very interested in history. Okay. Um, I'm interested in doing other things like learning how to paint. Right. Um, yeah. um, maybe and maybe I have. I never could really see the creative side in, in myself. So I think everybody has a creative side. So yeah. maybe. <laughs> Oh, maybe it would be all this creativity I never knew Alan so. well you've literally it's, it's been a week already of, of breaking news stories here in South yeah. East Radio so I, I'm sure if there, if anyone would like to can, add their comments can, this morning before you do that can I just yeah. want to thank everybody because if I start naming names yeah. I'll be here forever you'll be in trouble yeah, yeah. and I'll be in big trouble
people. But I just really, it is such a privilege to represent people and yeah. that people have the right. trust in you to do a, a, a sort of a decent job. You're not going to be perfect. There's no one perfect. Hmm. But like you'll do your best for people. Okay. And I really want to thank them sincerely. And, right. and of course, all the family and my friends and all the people in Fine Gael that helped me out. And even across the board, I'm not, because local level, it's not really awfully political. It probably is on one level, but in another way, you make friends right across the board. Right. And I have great friends right across the board. I have great friends in the, in the, in the council executive I think they're really good people there as well. And okay. uh, I just, I, you know, I'll miss them, but I'll move on and make right. more friends. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Southeast.